wrestling fanatics, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Sports Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady Kayla. Hello. And our resident adjuster, Jolie. Sup. Well, after SummerSlam, it's the golden time in WWE. Clash of Champions is upon us. But uh, before we get into predictions for that, uh, Jolie, I know you had something you wanted to get off your chest, so go ahead. Uh, it's not something that I wanted to get off my chest. It's uh, sending condolences to the family and friends of Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg. She was a pioneer for women's rights and... Without her, we wouldn't have women's wrestling, in my opinion, because she fought for equality for everybody. Uh, she's going to be deeply missed, and um, it, it's going to be very chaotic in the world. So mm-hmm. best of luck to everybody and to anybody that decides to um, protest or, you know, outside of my election office. I have a bat. It's named Lucille. Google it, bitch. Okay. Uh, definitely condolences to her family and everything. And it's just that's just unfortunately a heartbreaking loss and and she will definitely be missed. Okay. So as I said, Clash of Champions is upon us. So um let's get into some predictions. And some of these matches are not set in stone yet, but we're gonna kinda wing it here, but we'll do the best we can. So I'm gonna start off with the easy one. Um, it was just announced on Friday that the SmackDown championships uh, will be on the line by themselves, no unification. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro will be defending against the Lucha House Party. I think this is kind of a no-brainer because of the Lucha House Party, the turmoil with them. So I'm going to go Cesaro and Shinsuke uh, retaining. Kayla? Lucha, Lucha House Party. Well, as much as many times they've been in and out of title matches. They haven't really had much luck. Um, I do have to admit Cesaro and Nakamura have actually, honestly, other than other tag teams like the Street Profits and stuff, um, Cesaro and Nakamura have actually became one of my favorite tag teams. I don't know, I guess, because I like how they interact with each, uh, react with each other. And, you know, and also I'm very proud of Shinsuke. His English is getting so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just funny how, you know, he tries to like, no, speak English or whatever, you know, so, but, um, yeah. Lucha House Party, um, I will be highly shocked if they do get this opportunity, which I don't think they will, um, but I'm going to predict, um, Cesaro Nakamura is going to retain, no doubts. Okay, Jolie? Uh, Lucha House Party is going to turn into a Lucha House Fire Party. Uh, I feel that with the, um combustible element of the return of Kalisto it's it's not it's not looking good I mean I'm a big fan of Lince Dorado uh he's a local boy for me he's just a crossover in Philly uh, outside of Philly and Camden area so you know he's 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 basically family because an Eagles he's an Eagles fan hmm. uh but I, I feel that uh unfortunately it's it's going to be a splitsy uh, with the uh, Lucha House Party with Cesaro and Shinsuke retaining because just because of something that Lince uh, put on Instagram of his, you know, face, uh, his, the back of his uh, head without the mask and him holding the mask and it's saying goodbye. So I don't know what's going on there. 
I don't know if it's like the end of uh, him as a masked wrestler. Um, I mean, if the person who I think it is, dude's handsome, he don't need a mask. <laughs> and that's coming from a lesbian, so. Right. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, sadly, three for three on this one. Yeah. I saw the same picture too. Somebody, I think somebody uh, put on there, watch, he ends up going to NXT and joins the Legado Fantasma. <laughs> that would actually be pretty fucking cool because I would definitely like to see him more as like a heel but i mean kalisto has the heel locked down and uh grandma is just they're just too much baby faces with uh him and lindsay so it, mm-hmm. it's going to be different and it, it's it's kind of a weird vibe that kalisto is becoming the the heel where yeah. his bff sasha like he like they went every they went traveling and she's becoming like this amazing baby face to be perfectly honest so it's, it's actually weird for me to see her as the baby <laughs> face but again i called it would you stop <laughs> no i fucking called it day one i said she's gonna be the baby face <laughs> bailey's gonna be the heel and to all the people out there saying that bailey's a better heel and more over than becky lynch go fuck yourself with a spork assholes and on that note <laughs> All right, so the other set of tag titles on Raw, that one match is not 100% decided yet. Now, kind of a side note, we are recording this on a Saturday night, so this will actually come out after Monday Night Raw. So on Raw, they announced earlier today that there's going to be a triple threat tag team match to determine the number one contender. How the teams got decided, I have no idea, because... Two have had issues, and one team has never tagged together before. But we have Angel Garza and Andrade versus Seth Rollins and Murphy versus Umbeto Carrillo and Dominic. So, this the Raw tag team titles is going to be a two-parter. Jolie, who do you see winning the tag? Who, the, who do you see winning the triple threat on Monday? Um, hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I thought Seth and Buddy had a match already at Clash of Champions. Mm-mm. Oh, no. they didn't. Okay. Nope. Mm-mm. Huh. Well, right, first. You can think about it. No, no, no. I, I, I have a feeling that um, it's going to be Seth and Murphy winning. To be perfectly honest. All right. But they will. They will not okay. be the Street Profits. Okay, Kayla. <laughs> After I saw that match, because because uh, I was trying to get my predictions together. Um, I have a feeling if it's going to be a triple threat, like Jolie has said, if anybody ends up winning it, it's, I have a feeling it's going to be the Monday Mike Messiah and his disciple trying to work their differences out and become two time, but they will not pin the street profits. They will be, you know, I don't know passed out somewhere outside the ring but whoever's in the other team in there whoever they will pin them so um oh no 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 the, the match on monday is a triple threat not clash of champions well it's oh uh, whatever okay fine murphy <laughs> i'm so confused <laughs> oh but they had that um but anyway okay fine yes murphy and seth is going to probably okay and but then not, but but they're not winning against uh, Street Profits. No, 
they won't win against the Street Profits. Okay. Or if they do, if yeah, they do, I'll be was, surprised. That was actually going to be my second question is who's winning a Clash of Champions. So both of y'all are saying Seth and Murphy, and then both of y'all are saying Street Profits retain. Uh, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the, uh, you know what? I'm going to go, I'm going to go oddball on this one. It's probably, I'm going to probably be wrong. Um, but I'm going to say just for a feel good moment and everything, I'm going to say Umberto Correa and Dominic win the triple threat, but, but they're not going to, uh, they're not going to get the titles from Street Profits. I know that already, but just for kind of a feel good moment, because it's like, because it's like Andrade and Angel are there. They're having too many problems. Murphy's about ready to snap on uh, Seth. So it's like, it's like confusion city with all that crap and everything. So, but either way, no matter what, Street Profits are going to walk out Clash Champions Raw Tag Team title with, with a, as the Raw Tag Team Champions. And why is that, listeners? Because we want the smoke. <laughs> Alrighty. So, Friday night, one of the matches that also got made is, can we finally put it into this intercontinental crap intercontinental championship crap because it's like we got the true champion Jeff we got the so-called champion Sammy and the guy who thinks he got cheated AJ Styles so those three will be in a ladder match at Clash of Champions for the intercontinental championship it'd be nice if I can actually get the words out of my mouth but um Kayla if Jeff and AJ is smart they would work together to eliminate Sammy enough to where um, they can actually put on a good match for the ladder. Um, we obviously know what AJ, uh, not AJ. Uh, you, I think your words spilling out came, uh, is rubbing off on me, cat. Um, <laughs> but no, um, if Jeff and AJ works together to eliminate Sammy, um, I think it would work very well for them in the ladder match. Um, we obviously know, that Jeff is very experienced in that category. Um, and with AJ's, you know, high flying skills and stuff, um, I kind of want to see, you know, those two go at it. Screw you, Sammy, mm-hmm. for thinking you <laughs> are still the champion. Um, but no, um, with it being a ladder match, um, I think this is pretty much just going to, you know, go the way we think it will go. Um, hopefully. Um, welcome back home to Mr. Jeff Hardy that will retain his intercontinental title. Alrighty. Jolie? We are going into the wheelhouse of the charismatic enigma Jeff Hardy. Ladders are a place where he feels at home. And he says he has said that many a time. Mm-hmm. I agree with Kayla that, you know, if they're smart, they'll team up to take out Sami Zayn and then beat the hell out of each other. I think this has the possibility of being the match of the night uh, and possibly a match of the year cat um, contender just because of the three participants in this match. Sami Zayn is fucking brilliant. Um, he does high flying himself. Uh, we just haven't seen much of it. Um, we all know AJ's abilities. We've seen him in the X division matches. And we all know Jeff and getting speared and mm-hmm. dirty feet in the air. I feel that Jeff will retain because I think it's too soon to take it off of him. And I think it'll set up for more of a feud with him and Sammy. And um, side note, does anybody else find it ironic that you had Seamus calling Jeff an alcoholic and now all you see Seamus do is drink? 
<laughs> that is ironic. <laughs> but he is not. He, he is Irish too. But yeah, yeah so I was going to say he is ironic. an. I can say he is an Irish man, or however they talk. <laughs> Irish, they're a little bit more like this. Well, actually, there no, we I, go. Actually, no, this is more Scottish than anything else. Um, I, I'm not really that good at Irish. I'm better at Scottish just because it's better that I have a better dialect for it. Yeah. But Irish, I'm not that good. Just listen to Finn Balor. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> I do love his. Hey, I've always wanted, I've always wanted to ask you, Julia. I, I um... Your last name, like what kind of uh, what kind of background is it on your last name? Um, my last name is Slovakian. Um, I'm actually fifty percent Polish, uh, Italian, German, uh, Yugoslavian, Slovakian, Ita- uh, I said Italian, uh, British, possibly a little bit uh, Irish or Scottish, but I don't know. I do want to get like a pure like um, genealogy, ancestry, blood testing. I just haven't had the um, like the 23andMe thing. Yeah. Just really haven't had the time, and I don't think anybody wants to do that in the time of COVID. But um, <laughs> there, there is a possibility that I am like a 10th cousin twice removed to Johann Sebastian Bach. I'm not 100% sure, but um, Bach was the maiden name of, I think, my great-great-grandmother. Huh. I'm not sure, so yeah. So there is a possibility, just a sl- like you know, it's minuscule, and it's like I don't really go out of my way of like you know talking about it because again, it's something minuscule. I'm more proud of my grandfather making it across um, the Atlantic and having his name on the wall at Ellis Island than anything else. That's awesome, and your your heritage and everything totally explains your personality. <laughs> Especially the Italian. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Um, where did I leave off? Oh yeah. Um. Okay. As far as like who am I? Who who am I gonna think? Who do I think's gonna win? Oh, Hardy. Hardy retains. Ladder's home. It's his best friend. Okay. So this next match, I think we are gonna have a title change on it. The women's tag team titles. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler will be defending against the Riot Squad. Um, it's like, I yes, Nia and Shayna are both powerful women. As a team, it's a combustible element. And this is long overdue for um, Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan. So I'm definitely picking them to win. Jolie? Oh, I definitely see Nia and Shayna coming to blows in the match. Uh, Naya flattening Shayna and walking out, and Liv and Ruby picking up the win. I think, like you said, they definitely deserve it. Um, they've put their blood, sweat, and tears into this, and you know, I think, especially with everything, like you know, with Ruby being shelled and coming back, and you know, this this stupid feud with the Iconics. I honestly feel that this is something well deserved for both of them. And it'll give, you know, a little bit of faith and uh, restore some faith that, you know, the fans have lost with uh, Vince and the company, uh, especially like, the way that they've been handling things or mishandling things. So mm-hmm. if they win, I will trust trust Vince just a percentage more, mm-hmm. which will make it 2%. <laughs> nice. 
I do have to admit, um, since I am a Shayna Baszler fan, I real am really happy that she does have a title on the main roster. Um, I do have to admit, I do love her and Nia's comments back and forth in their match. Like, oh, I'm going to try the Samoa drop. Oh, go ahead, try it. You know, mm-hmm. just some of the comments, the you know, remarks they make to each other. It just makes me laugh. <laughs> um, they are very dominating. Um, I do kind of like them as a team. Like I said, I do very happy for Shayna. I was happy when her and Nia got it because because of Shayna was the only reason. Um, but I'm going to have to go with my girls because the Riot Squad deserves this. They've been through a lot. Um, they went through a lot when they had Sarah Logan on there. Um, I do know Sarah said eventually she's done with wrestling and she's currently pregnant, but a part of me hopes that, you know, we can see those three together again. Um, so my prediction is there's going to be a riot at Clash of Champions because the riot squad are going to become your new WWE women tag team champions. Has anybody also noticed, like, with the title belts, like, if two people who are on a team, like, with uh, Sasha and Bailey, they have each of their own um, side, uh, their emblems on the rings and everything. So it's like Naya and Shayna, each side of their, um, each side of their, their belt has their own. Like, it's like, um, it's like both of the both of the decals, both of the plates on Naya's are both hers. Both of the ones on Shayna's are both hers instead of them being mixed like normal with the normal tag team. Yeah, I noticed that because, like you said, when Bailey and Sasha was tag team, they had Sasha and Bailey. They had two of them, but like you said, one was Bailey, one was Sasha, and then the other one was Bailey and Sasha. I think what yeah. it what yeah, it was like whoever whoever's belt it was that plate was first or something. I think, but yeah, I did notice that. I was just like, because if I'm not mistaken, Naya didn't get not Naya, Shayna didn't get hers until like a week later. So yeah. Yeah, because they had Nia's already. They needed to get Shayna's. Yeah, I noticed that too. So it's kind of weird. <laughs> hey, it's WWE for you. <laughs> well, they. So I think the ones that they had for her didn't fit. They had to remake them. Oh, okay. Because I think they're for the... Uh, I don't even know if they have the NXT one for NXT. Yeah, I think they do. Oh, cause, yeah, because the NXT ones are square, I think. And they yeah. have to do them in circles. Hey. Yeah, so yeah, they, it was probably just took a minute, uh, minute just to get it up and running because... You know, people think they pull this shit right out their ass. No, it takes a little bit of time. You know, people people <laughs> people gotta work to make this shit. You know, but it does right. make it does make sense with the, with how the tag team is. They don't trust each other. They want to be separate and do their things their own way. It's not mm-hmm. a good good plan for a tag team. No, it's not. All right. So throughout the show, I'm gonna throw in questions like here and there. Uh, I'm gonna throw in. Uh, I'm going to throw in some here and there uh, to kind of like start a new segment, truth or bullshit. And because some of these matches that we have for Clash of, Ch- Clash of Champions, there's also a, like a side story to it and everything. And I'm throwing this one in here because I have a bold prediction for the women's tag team championship. So my first, okay. So the first one I have, this is probably going to be the easy one, but reports came out this week that on the official WWE internal roster, the, Final group for Retribution is set in stone with Dominic Dijakovic, 
Dio Madden, Shane Thorne, Mia Yim, Mercedes Martinez. Kayla, truth or bullshit? I'm going to go bullshit because you can, I mean, just even when I saw that, I went back and looked those photos that just don't add up. Their faces don't add up to it because one of the girls is kind of shorter than Mercedes. So at this point, I'm just going to say bullshit because. Okay. <laughs> it just, just doesn't add up. It's just not adding up. Yes, obviously, Dijakovic is one. Um, obviously, Dion Madden is one. Mia Yim is one. We have discussed that Mojo Raleigh and his eyebrows is one. Um, but, I mean, either way, you can go either way. But what you just said with the, who the confirmed, I don't think that's it. There's something okay. more to it. All right, Jolie? Bullshit. And here's <laughs> why. Because, okay. so if these five are it, then why is there still 20 more members attacking everybody? There has to be a main leader, and I don't think these five are it. I think these five are the foot soldiers. Are these five part of it? Yes, definitely. I disagree with Shane Thorne because the other guy is skinny. Uh, is not skinny. He's stocky. Mojo is stocky. Shane Thorne mm-hmm. is kind of stick uh, stick figure. She's not really stocky. So that's that one is still a little sus to me. Um, I do agree with the Mia Yim, Dijakovic, Dio Madden. Um, Mercedes is still up in the air for me because if something's not clicking. But if you look at NXT on this upcoming Wednesday, she's not in the match for the women's number one contendership. Yeah, Neither is yeah. so. And the two that I had predicted to be in there, Katie Catanzaro and uh, Caden Carter, I think are, or at least Kate uh, Casey is. Uh, oh my god, the picture right here. They both they both are. Okay, so like that that throws a little curveball into it because I think they're still a part of it. They're just not main figures. Now, I don't think that these are the only five members of Retribution. Like I said, I do feel that there is a leader. I feel like there is somebody pulling the strings. There is a puppet master, and I just read something on Twitter that made me chuckle, and it said that somewhere. It was on Wrestling Reddit, and somebody retweeted it or posted on, on some, I don't know, if they, whatever it was. But it's actually Becky Lynch is in charge of Retribution. And that just made me laugh because they're saying there's going to be a, a, a very heavily pregnant Becky Lynch waddling down with a baseball bat. And I'm just like cracking up my head with that one. But yeah, I call bullshit on those being it for Retribution, especially the whole Shane Thorne thing. That that's not Shane Dorn. You you can look at his eyebrows and you can you can do a lot of things, but you cannot. It, it's very hard to disguise an accent, even with a voice modulator. So all right, <laughs> all right. So my prediction, my bold prediction that I have for the women's tag team titles is this: if Mia Yim and Mercedes Martinez are part of are announced as part of Retribution, they will represent Retribution. And become the women's tag team titles by the end of 2020. That's my pre- that's my prediction. Let's see if it comes true. And then that way I can come on the show and say, "Ha! I called it." But uh, we'll see. Uh oh, what's up, boss lady? Um, sitting here looking at it. Um, the video from Monday night when they interrupted the hurt business. Uh-huh. If you want to go by the eyes of the five you saw, 
Okay. This is Vanessa Bourne, Mia Yim, Dion Madden, Mojo Raleigh, Dominic Dajakovic. Trust me, I was sitting there staring at the eyeballs. That's who it looks like. So, um, but like I said, we could be wrong, but that's who the five I think it is. But WWE, hurry up. I want to know. Please. Thank you. Right. What's up, Jester? Also, Shane Thorne has pencil-thin eyebrows. So you're telling me Wooly Bear is Shane Thorne. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. That's what I'm saying. Nothing is adding up to no Shane Thorne. And yes, no, no. And with me being a Mojo Raleigh fan, I think I know his eyes. So people can just... Yeah, I was thinking about that too, especially since that cameo video you got and everything. You could like examine that real closely like... (laughs) And then Jolie picks out the eyebrows, like, those are Mojo Raleigh bushy eyebrows. I'm like, man, really? <laughs> okay. Right? It's easy. When it comes to eyes, it's they're the easiest thing. And the eyebrows, especially with Mojo, are very expressive. That's why it's easy to pick out. It's just a, a tick that I've, you know, have gotten very good at, you know, picking up on as a, a people watcher. I love mm-hmm. watching people, so you know, just they're they're he's just so expression so expressionist with his face and with his eyes. So that's yeah. how I picked it out. Just like with Mia and Mercedes, they have like a certain stare about them. D- uh, Dio just has gorgeous eyes. Um and like I said with Dijakovic, his eyes all his eyes are also very expressionative. And like I said, he was the only one that had like a really hard mask over his nose because his nose will give him away <laughs> it's like buddy we've known you for like last month give it up already oh man hopefully hopefully this bullshit comes to an end soon and we know who these people are because this is going this is going nuts okay so two of the matches for clash of champions that have not been set in stone at all we don't even have a number one contender yet are for the u.s title and the raw women's championship and I, it's like, it's like puzzling city. I mean, for the U.S. title, I think, I think uh, it may end up being Apollo Cruz and everything. For the Raw Women's title, I have no idea. Someone actually, one of the rumored cars has a how that's going to happen, but and they haven't even announced anything for Monday to even pick an opponent yet for Oscar. But we'll have to see about that. But. Jolie, so who do you see challenging for the U.S. title and the Raw Women's title? I could see possibly Ricochet challenging for the U.S. title um, or Ali. And for, actually, you know what? No, fuck it. Eric is going to challenge for the uh, U.S. title. He is now a singles competitor for at least a year. Get well soon, Ivar. Yes, please. Um, So one of those four, Apollo, uh, um, Ali, Ricochet and uh, Eric. Now, for the women, um, I have a sickening feeling that it's going to be Natalia. And the only reason why I say this is just because of, you know, they always do that with Natalia. They always give her a title shot every year. She gets her ass beat. And then she she becomes Lana's lap, lackey or whatever TikToker <laughs> or whatever the fucker it is. But honestly, I would love to see a rematch between her and Mickey James because the end of that match was so skewed. 
Yeah, um, well, I honestly thought she tapped out twice. Yeah. So I can understand his confusion. And I, th- I think he legitimately thought she was injured. So, you know, it is what it is. Shit happens. Um, they at least owned up to it uh, and, you know, shot down the one rumor that was swirling around the outcome of that, which was mm-hmm. like, oh, Vince is angry at her husband. That's why they did that. You know what? Vince what? is a vindictive bastard, but he would never actually do that, in my opinion. He's had plenty of chances. He didn't have to bring her back. Her ass could have been out with 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 Briscoe and Pat Patterson and the rest of them. But he kept her because he knows what she means to the women's division. So stop, you know, making bullshit lies just because you're bored and lonely and you want somebody to interact with you whether even if it's negatively (laughs) seek help (laughs) all right kayla all right so who do you see challenging for the u.s and uh raw women's titles u.s title um i'm actually going to go with jolie on this um either ricochet ollie maybe possibly you could see apollo in there but um, probably either be Ricochet, Ali, or like she said, Eric. Give him a singles run. He deserves it. Um, so that would be that. Um, let's see. And Raw. Man. I guess I'm also going to go with Jolie on this one. It may, I think it might end up being Natalia. Like she says, they give her that match and she gets destroyed. Well, I hate to tell you, Natty, I love you to death. You've been one of my favorites from the very start, along with Beth Phoenix. But, honey, you're not ready for Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, speaking of being ready for Oscar, um, as I stated, as we stated earlier, um, Andrade and Angel Garza got into blows a little bit on Monday because Lena Vega couldn't deal with those two anymore. And next thing we know, she's out on her way out to the ring, confronting Asuka and saying that she's ready to get into the title picture and go after the Raw Women's Championship. So, Kayla, truth or bullshit? Zelina Vega ready for the title picture? Bullshit, because if you're going up against Asuka, Asuka will snap you in half like a little branch off a tree. Um, Yeah, no. Zelina, no, honey. You've been a manager against with Andrade and Angel Garza and Austin Theory and trying to kill Montez Ford and you got Bianca Belair on your ass. No, no. Zelina Vega, go back to the bottom of the totem pole and just <laughs> wait your turn. So as long as back Asuka, like I said, and maybe midway. But <laughs> no, it's like I'll I, put her. I, no, it's like I, I'm surprised she rose that fast and everything like that. So it's like it's like back to it's like she's already on the bottom of the totem pole. Well, she might be. Well, if that's the case, she came out and challenged Oscar. So at least she's ahead of Lana. I don't know. Is she? I don't know. But no, definitely not. Zelina Vega is definitely not ready for the Raw title, in my opinion. And as long as Asuka has it, she's not ready for Asuka either. Sorry. (laughs) 
right. J- just to to say something, um, a Muppet is more qualified than Lana. The Iconics are more qualified than Lana. Ponscom is more qualified than Lana. Dear Lana, go be with your husband in AEW. We do not want you here. AEW doesn't want her either. <laughs> and hell, it's like I, after this weekend, I don't know what how I don't know what else she's gonna do because it's like she may not get all the updates for TikTok to be able to do that anymore. So <laughs> I know. All right, Jolie, Zelina Vega is ready for the title picture. Truth or bullshit? I'm actually going to call truth on this one. She's actually a very decent wrestler, and just they've just kept her in a managerial role for a little while. While she was good with um, Austin Theory, Andrade, and Angel Garza, I think it's time for all three of them to step aside and spread out and do their own things. Mm-hmm. Um, and if she's thrust into the title picture, that means Bianca Belair gets to get her hands on her. So... I do see some truth in this. Whether she's ready to outright face Asuka as the number one contender, I do not see that happening. Um, that I call bullshit on. I feel that she is ready for the title picture. She she had an amazing match with Becky and John Cena years ago. Like two, three years ago? No, two years ago. Two, yeah, two years ago. So when it was uh, her and Andrade versus those two on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. So she, she does have good matches. I mean, even her match against um, Bianca before Bianca just completely squash squashed her like a uh, lantern fly in philly <laughs> um yeah she has the moves i think she's actually really good and you know i honestly loved her promo and i loved her fire especially being the monday after the anniversary of 9-11 i felt mm-hmm. that that promo was definitely in honor of her father the way that she came out there and um you know zelena i might not always like you but i fucking respect you what you said about becky lynch so that that actually made me, you know, peak an interest into being more of a fan of hers uh, professionally. I mean, I'm already a fan of hers. I think she's awesome. I love watching her YouTube channel. Uh, so, yeah, no, I call truth on this. I definitely think she's ready for the title picture, just not ready for Asuka. Uh, so okay. it's, a truth, it's a truth and bullshit type deal. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, I think I can kind of side with you on that. Jolie and everything it's like yeah it's like i i do know it's like she is a good wrestler it's like you've seen like what she can do on the main roster you saw what she can do in nxt any guy anyone who could do a hurricane run on some of these guys and everything more power to them even her own husband uh but yeah her and oscar uh-uh, not happening yet that's total bullshit all right so smackdown women's championship nikki cross gets another shot at bailey and uh I think we saw a little bit of psycho Nikki on Friday so that she'll definitely take that into the match and everything. So, uh, so I can, I definitely am waiting for this one. Uh, Jolie, what do you got? As much as I would love Nikki to dethrone bad, bad Bailey, it's not going to happen. I have a feeling that she'll retain and, you know, she thinks she's taken out Sasha for good, but Sasha will use her Jedi mind tricks and fuck with her. And, um, yeah, so I see Bailey retaining, but getting her ass kicked somehow by by Sasha or just being punked by Sasha. Just because th- this is not the end of the story. It It's going to lead to them either at Hell in the Cell, um, down the line. But I think you've got Nikki, who's way too concerned with Alexa, I'm gone, psycho bliss. So there's a lot of, you know, mis- misconnects right there. So unfortunately... Right. 
Bailey retains, Nikki loses. And I'm sorry, but this is a tired record. This is the third time she's gone after it. And I'm sorry, Nikki, get to the back of the line. Okay. Kayla? As much as I would love to see Nikki Cross holding the SmackDown Women's title, um, unfortunately, it will not happen. Um, Bailey will retain. And like Jolie has said, somehow, some way, Regardless if it's now leading up to Hell in a Cell or the last SmackDown before Hell in a Cell or something, Sasha will will make her presence very well known. Like, hey, I'm here. Don't forget, I'm beating your butt for your title. Um, So like Jolie also said, Nikki's more concerned about Lexi, which I mean, she is your best friend. I can understand that. But so, um, but yes, Miss Bailey or Jolie referred to as bad, bad Bailey. (laughs) But um, no, Um, I do really like their continue with this heel on Bailey. Um, I think she's at her highest peak right now. Um, But as of October 11th comes, she will hold the title for 365 days. So I'm kind of hope that she gets that far. So, um, but yeah, Nikki, Three times, you ain't getting it. Three strikes, you're out. Step down for somebody else. I love you to death, but no, no, no. Go go try to save Lexi, but don't get eat alive by the fiend yourself. So, Right. Okay, so wait. So October 11th, uh, day 365? Let me double check. If I'm not mistaken, she won the title back the second time on that date. Let's see here. Sorry, folks. I got to do my research again. Hang on. oh man yep she won the title (laughs) she won the title (laughs) back from charlotte on october 11 2019 on smackdown and she is currently at 342 plus days so on october 11 she will hold the title for officially a year and i wonder when i wonder when hello fellas when i'm uh didn't they push that back to almost the end of october think so well if that's to the end of october she will break becky's record technically becky's record is for raw so she's only surpassing the raw record sure record is still safe for raw yeah okay yeah because it's like i just looked online and everything they have i actually have hell in cell november 1st but i think uh either way I just Googled it right as of right now. It's saying it's October 25th. Okay. So either way, by the time she gets to hell in a cell, it's going to be way past 365. So that'll be a definitely perfect opportune time for her to drop the title. And that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping will happen. And if it's against Sasha, I'm up for it. Cause you know, regardless, I love all the horsewomen. You know, I love Bailey at her highest peak right now, but if it ends up being Sasha, then I'll be happy for her either way. So, right. Oh, yeah. I think we're three for three on this one for sure. Love Nikki to death. I can't wait to see Psycho Nikki again and everything. But yeah, Bailey's retaining for sure. Duh. Okay, so both of y'all kind of mentioned this, but I had I had, I did have kind of written some stuff down and everything to at least get the order right on this. So officially, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask this: truth or bullshit? Sasha shows up at Clash of Champions. After the match to attack Bailey, Kayla, mm, I can see a truth in that. Um, it could, I mean, either way, it could go either way. Um, 
but um, that's a possibility that she could not necessarily play her music, sneak up behind her like Bailey's, like her hand raised and saying, I'm the best and I did that and I beat you. And probably maybe I could see Bailey getting ready to attack Nikki the way she did Sasha, maybe start beating the crap out of her. Um, and then Sasha will make, maybe could possibly slide into the ring or stop her or try to save Nikki and then go at it with Bailey. Um, it can go that way, or she shows up on the, cannot remember how to say this word. What is it? Um, the screen. I'll just say screen. Um, saying, hey, I'm here. I'm coming for you. Be prepared. You know, something she will make, regardless if she shows up and beats her up, which would be awesome. Um, but as far as the truth, she she will make her presence probably well-known at Classic Champions one way or another. Okay. Jolie? I definitely feel she will make her present known um, at Clash, whether it's in person or via, you know, other ways. I just have a feeling that she will be there in spirit or somehow. I mean, hell, they could play the themes of the Mandalorian and she'll just pop out. Who knows? <laughs> Baby Yoda will slow down and bitch slap Be- uh, Bailey. <laughs> Oh man, I actually just thought about that. What if the what if the lights go out and then it comes back on and then there's a person standing in the ring with like the hood on and everything like that, like she was in the trailer, and then she takes it off and it, it ends up being her. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Or just start like leaving baby Yodas around somewhere because those things are fucking cute as hell. Yeah, I love baby Yoda. Uh but yeah, it's like, oh, you know, it's like the promo on Friday. It's like, I knew it was just going to be like off screen or I knew she wasn't going to come back in the ring. So day 15, the comeback watch. Waiting for you to get back, Sasha. Bailey, you're in deep shit. All right. So here's one of the easier matches to predict. Um, Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. Uh, cousin versus cousin. Can't wait to see them throw down. But I think we all know where this is going to go. So let's just make it official, unfortunately. Jolie. The Chief retains. I love the um, promo that and the history that Heyman did on Friday. Um, I watched it later because I was literally glued to the news stations uh, last night. Um, I think a lot of Americans were, and I think that could be a reason why the ratings dipped the way that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that whole dynasty and destiny promo package that he put together was fantastic. And honestly, it it's leading to something more. And I think once Jimmy comes back, all the pieces are going to fall into place. And I feel that this is going to become a dynasty again. The, the Samoa dynasty is going to take shape again. And I think this is just the beginning of it. That would be yeah definitely can't wait for yeah def, jimmy's definitely a missing piece for this so oh kayla officially ladies and gentlemen the end of class of champions the wwe universal heavyweight champion hold up wait i mess it up the reigning defending undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion will be none other than the big dog himself, Roman Reigns retaining. 
that is not a prediction, but a spoiler. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So the other main title match, we have an ambulance match with Drew McIntyre defending against Randy Orton. If Randy Orton, Orton can get there. Um, I believe on Monday, uh, they are have scheduled for Keith Lee to go against Drew again. And if Drew, if uh, Keith wins and Randy can't make it to clash, Keith will get the title opportunity, but I have a bad feeling Orton's going to show up anyway. So as of right now with the matchup, Orton versus McIntyre, Kayla, who do you have? Why they must do this to me. Um, <laughs> no, um, as much as I would really love to see Orton, become a 14-time WWE champion. Um, just the same way um, we discussed with Bailey, She's at their high peak right now. Um, Drew McIntyre is basically at his high peak right now. Um, I'm very happy what he's become as champion. Um, how much he's actually getting the pump from the crowd a little bit. Um, but um, I'm I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say I think the uh, Scottish Claymore country of Drew McIntyre is going to be strong and he's going to retain because I really don't see him giving it up right now. I but hey, it's a WWE pay per view. Anything happens. <laughs> um, people will win titles that you never thought could happen. Um, just a little back it up. Um, Take WrestleMania that year that uh, we never thought Kurt Hawkins would ever win a match, but who won the tag titles at WrestleMania? Him and Zack Ryder did. So right. um, anything is possible. Um, anything could happen. So, um, but I'm going with Drew McIntyre. Like I said, I've really enjoyed him being champion because he's deserved it for ever since he came back to um, WWE. Um, so... That is that. All right. Jolie? Randy Orton not showing up is like a nun not showing up to church. It's going to fucking happen. <laughs> um. Yeah, no. So, I mean, it would be awesome if Keith got the rub, but he's not ready for the title yet. I have a feeling that Orton's going to show up in an ambulance on Monday. Uh, but, you know, I don't want Randy to be the one that dethrones um, – Drew. Drew has earned that title. Drew has fought for that title. Drew has bled for that title. And um, it needs to be somebody worthy. And as much as I love Randy Orton, as much as I love his mind games, I think the person that should take the title off of him, God help me, oh, Seth Rollins. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Time the fuck out. Yeah, I know. It hurts. But when it this comes to... Same- when it comes to the storylines and everything that he's done recently, technically he should be in the title picture. Randy had his opportunity and Seth had the, the, the two matches and it just, that that's not lining up. And I feel that he is owed a little bit of retribution after last year's Hell in a Cell where he was basically booed out of the building, which still <laughs> is lovely to watch. Um, no, I am not going to always pick 
I'm, I'm always going to hate Seth Rollins. I'm always going to despise Seth Rollins. I'm always going to not like Seth Rollins. But I feel right now, when it comes to storytelling that has been going on the show, he has had the best storytelling, hands down, no ifs, ands, or buts. What's going on with him and Murphy is fantastic. The whole him and Dominic. And the fact that Rey Mysterio trusts Colby Lopez to do these things with his son. You know, that's the ultimate sign of respect and the ultimate rub, if there ever was one, by anybody that is a walking legend like Rey Mysterio is. So that is the only reason why I say that if anybody is going to dethrone um, Drew, it should be Seth because those two have already had major battles and their storyline was never actually really finished because Seth has constantly been saying things and doing things when it comes to storylines even that are past so that's why i feel that it's going to be seth that takes away from him and while it might not be drew that gets it back from him it could be keith lee that does so like i see multiple different angles it's just that right now he is the best heel on tv randy's just the best fucking psychopath on tv (laughs) and you know so it's like Either way, either one winning the title off, like it would be fantastic. But again, like I don't think right now is the right time to pull the trigger on taking the title off of Drew. Mm-hmm. I think if they were going to do that, they should um, maybe make it Hell in a Cell. I always hated Clash of Champions because it's like one of those matches that you're just like, e- do I really want to? Mm, no. Mm. It kind of reminded me of like, you know, it's just one of those, like, every title's up for, for grabs and blah, blah, blah. It's just, like, shouldn't that be every pay-per-view? hmm So, to me, Clash of Champions should be, like, you know, something completely different. And my mind has gone dead, so I can't even <laughs> think of what it should be. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Like, so, to me, Clash of Champions should be, like, the current champion versus a former champion. Um that has the same stature, like, you know, Drew versus Walter. Even though Walter is still technically a champion right now, that match would be amazing. Um, Undisputed Era versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. Um, uh, Johnny Gargano versus Bobby Lashley. You know, just different champions versus... Amazing champions in their own right. To me, that's what class of champions should be. But, you know, we'll say that for Survivor Series. Okay. Cool enough. Oh, but you said Seth Rollins, and I was, like, thinking, what the hell are they putting in the water in Delaware? I drink bottled water, bitch. <laughs> no, it all comes to, like, I'm never going to like Seth Rollins. I'm never going to like Colby Lopez. Um, and no, it has nothing to do with the fact that he is getting married to Becky Lynch. I don't give a fuck. If they're happy, that's fine. That's all well and good. It has how he treated me as a fan that paid money to get a picture with him and speak with him for like 10 seconds. And that 10 seconds, I realized what of a douchebag he really is. And the self-proclaimed asshole douchebag, Randy Orton, was nice as hell. Oh, and the queen bitch that everybody kept calling Sasha, I think this was about 2015, 2016, where she was in that little diva-esque attitude, sweet as pie. Seamus, same thing. You know, so it's just like amazing how people who were perceived one way, not that way. And people are like, yeah. oh, he's great. He's great. No, dude, the dude's a fucking dick. Straight <laughs> up motherfucking dick. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Usa. 
Usa. Usa. <laughs> All right. Um, this is more of a, like a personal feeling and everything like that. So I'm really hoping that Drew retains. And if they do t- decide, if they do to ha- decide to have Randy take it off him, Helen Assault will probably be more appropriate. All right. So let me throw another truth of, truth or bullshit in here. Uh, because speaking of Mr. Keithley, um, there was like several reports or tweets coming out this week that yes, WWE is pushing Keith Lee, but they have no direction for him. They have no idea what they're doing with him right now. They're just giving him like a, what do you think, Kayla? Truth or bullshit? Um, it could either go both ways on this one. Cause it does seem here. You bring somebody up. Um, it's like push, 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 push lose a few matches, and then you just fall back down. Um, yeah, um, I do give kudos to them for trying to make Keith Lee look good against Randy Orton because Randy Orton is a legend. He's um, still out there pretty much, you know, trying to still make a name for himself, still trying to, you know, wrestle as long as he can um i just have a feeling that they're going to continue to push him and it's going to go not so well like as others um but hopefully keith lee will continue to dominate eventually get his rifle title shot and succeed on the roster because i don't he's too much of too good of an athlete to fall down in the cracks like other people have. Um, so hopefully you may may or may not have something for him right now, but at least give him matches. Keep him online, uh, not online, keep him on TV because um, we still have several, several people out there that is very athletic. Um, we don't see him on TV, but I swear sometimes when I do talk about somebody, rather – it's to my mom or other people or writing articles. If I talk about somebody, it's like, poof, hello, we're here. <laughs> they just like pop up out of nowhere. It's like not too long ago, I was saying, whatever happened to Cedric Alexander, whatever happened to Ricochet, they pop up out of nowhere. And then it's just like, oh man. And I kid you not, at, um, Oh, what was our last pay-per-view? SummerSlam. Oh, when no, no, Roman... payback, 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 payback. SummerSlam is when Roman returned. Okay. Yes, SummerSlam is when Roman returned. And the funny thing about that, I was just sitting on the couch, did not say anything. It was in my head. Man, I miss seeing Roman Reigns on TV. And then, poof. Out of nowhere, here comes Roman Reigns. So, um, but either way, I do really hope that they do Keith very well um, as far as pushing him, whatever he needs to do. Even if you don't want to give him a title shot, don't bury him. If you bury him, WWE, you will get a bury, arti- a bury talent article, and you don't want that. So, oh, I will help. I will help you with it. There you well, go. We'll we'll, we'll go sure. together and write. It will go in together and write that article. <laughs> Team up. But no, um, definitely I'm not going to, I'm going to do both on that truth and bullshit because like I said, he deserves the push, 
But then again, it's just like, are you going to do it right? Do you know what I mean? So right. I'm going to go both on that because, it, like I said, the way WWE can play its cards sometimes, it can go either way. Yeah. And it's like, speaking of Cedric, it's like for a while there, he was just hanging out on main event and everything. Now he's back on TV. And then plus, it's like he's in like a major storyline, him and him and uh, Ricochet. And it's like you have Cedric like teaming up with like legends um, or like well, well-established uh wrestlers like MVP and Bobby Lashley and everything like that and it just makes me think about like hmm, who else is on who's on main event right now killing it that would be Mustafa Ali so hopefully they bring him back like really really soon in the same way all right so anyways back to back to the question WWE pushing Keith Lee with no clear direction Jolie truth or bullshit bullshit he has a clear direction it's going straight the fuck up I do see some truth within like well they don't know what title he's going to go after or whatnot. Well, right now, when you're getting the rub from Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, and the like, and even with the Hurt Business, you know, allowing him to jump his large manly frame on top of you, which, again, could get the Hurt Business to come after him. Um, yeah. So, again, there's another rub. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> I think... I just pictured... Bobby Lashley getting spirited bombed three times in a row. It was glorious. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I definitely see him actually getting pushed. Of course they don't know what direction to take him right now because we don't have the fans' reaction to him. Um, I kind of want him to beat Drew, so Drew will have a talk about his theme. And now that Josiah <laughs> Williams is back, hint, hint, Drew, Josiah, somebody... Bueller, uh, but no, um, there's there's nowhere anywhere else that they can push him but up. The match he had with Karrion Cross was absolutely fantastic. The matches he has had with Adam Cole has been fantastic, and there's so many people that he can actually fight and learn from. I would love to see him versus Andrade, him versus Kevin Owens. There's like I can I can list every match that I want to see. I mean. Hell, I would love to see. Oh shit! What the hell is his name? Otis versus Keith Lee. <laughs> the Battle of the Behemoths. You know, just there's just so much more that they they can do. And well, yes, he's not going for a title per se, but he's getting the opportunity to be seen what it'd be like working with the champion. Mm-hmm. Working with former champions, working with Hall of Famers and future Hall of Famers, because Drew and Randy are definitely future Hall of Famers. Right. So, whatever happens, I'm here for the ride. And you can't really say, well, we don't know what they're. Of course, you don't know what they're doing. We are in a fucking pandemic. WWE is doing something where, yes, fans do interact, fans do cheer, fans do get to do what they need to do. We do it on Twitter as well. But y'all need to realize something. Until live audiences come back, they cannot pinpoint how people are going to react. I think that's why when Jeff Hardy re-signed with the WWE, again, I was right, um... He did it for no more words. And he said, as soon as they get to a live audience, I want that theme back. 
And they said, okay, sign here. <laughs> so yep. it, it, it all comes down to the live audience. Thunderdome has been amazing. Thunderdome has been a beautiful thing. It, it does make it seem a little bit more lively. We get the pyro back. We get the ramp back. We get the entrances back. We lose some of the laser lighting, which is thank God, because, you know, my cats were attacking TV. Like, lasers. <laughs> Don't knock it over. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's... It, once we... We know what Keith Leo is like in front of the Royal Rumble audience. He wasn't, he wasn't scared. He wasn't phased. Nope. Staring down Lesnar. Who the fuck is that big boy? Phenomenal. And his react and Lesnar's reaction. Who the fuck is this big boy? Classic. So Braun Strowman, how he handled himself with that. We know he can handle it. It's just, you gotta let it build because you can't just call somebody up and automatically assume they're going for a title. That's kind of idiotic. And that's kind of self-destructive. Because if you bring somebody up without making them earn it, it's going to make people hate them. Keith is doing everything awesome right now. So let Keith be Keith. And Keith is limitless, so just just chill. Let it ride. Let it ride. Yep. And you and you mentioned him getting uh, Lashley getting spirited bomb three times and everything. I would love to see that match between Keith Lee and Bobby Lashley. And yeah. Damn, you're right. Yeah, I mean, even you know him versus MVP. I mean, I feel bad for MVP because he's not a young guy anymore. Actually, no. I know what match we want to see. And we want to see it for Mia Yim's honor. Sheltie, take one for the <laughs> team. Please, just just get spirit bomb for Mia just once. Did y'all, see the, did y'all see the clip on Twitter? She changed her handle for up, up, down, down to the Shelton Slayer. Oh, God. <laughs> I fucking love her. Oh, they're great. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, and yeah, no, no matter what, where this is going and everything, keep Keith on, keep Keith on the TV and just let him ride and let him do his thing because him being on Raw is a great thing. And it's like, y'all, everything y'all said about the Royal Rumble was correct. It was absolutely on point. And I know because I was there. <laughs> All right. So, Clash of Champions is going to be a good night. So we'll see if any titles change hands. I actually remember going to a Clash of Champions one time and only one title changed hands. Everything else stayed the same and I thought it was a damn boring night. So hopefully it's not this case. All right. So in other news, uh, reports surfaced earlier this week that a former women's champion had re-signed with WWE. Everyone got extremely excited, and then she puts out a Facebook post, a very long Facebook post, um, denying the rumors. But, of course, we've seen this before with 
people saying someone's coming back, they denied it, and they came back anyway. So, Jolie, Melina returning to WWE. Truth or bullshit? I think it's a mix of both. I think right now she doesn't want it released, and I think dirt sheets need to respect that, just like with them coming out saying that Ricochet is going to be leaving the company soon. And he called them out on their bullshit. A lot of people have been calling out their sheets lately. Um, because all they're doing is running around with rumors and being stupid. And you've got fucking cuck fans that are feeding them in this information and people, like, you know, just, just harassing some of the uh, authors. So it's, it's just it's getting sick and tired of, like, you know, all the bullshit that flies out there. I mean... If Ricochet leaves, he should be able to tell people on his own terms and not have it come out via fucking ringside news. And it wasn't just ringside that that did this. It was multiple sources. So to me, this this feels real. But I mean, we also had John Morrison come out and say that he never really signed. Edge never denied nor claimed that he did or did not, you know, that he was coming back. Beth Phoenix said the same thing, you know, she she denied everything with for about Edge. So there's just so much running out there, running rampant. And I, I think it's truth bullshit. I think right now she's in talks because I mean she has done spots with WWE before. She does still technically have a contract, I think, with NWA or that's ending or ended. So, of course, she could be in talks with WWE. So, we don't know anything. And I think, like, you know, shit like this just completely ruins surprises and ruins the fan experience. Um, I mean, I think that was the one thing that made me happiest about Edge's return was that that was actually kept 100% um, secret. I mean, we had that hint that, oh, he could go come back to the ring when he speared Elias in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had that. but And we know Molina can still move. And we know that a certain glow stick has put out multiple challenges before in the past to Molina. And mm-hmm. I think we would all love to see Naomi versus Molina. I think, you know, there's, there's plenty of matches that I'd like to see. I would like to see Asuka versus Molina. Zelina versus Alina. You know, there's so many matches that I could think of. Um, hell, even that battle that she and Natty had back in the day was fantastic. Um, yeah. So, and that's another thing. Natty's the one that posted those pictures. And every time Natty posts something, she spoils it and it comes true. So, a lot of people have been blocking Natalie and Talia. <laughs> They've been muting her. Muting her name, muting Lana's name. It's, well, I just block Lana. It just makes life so much easier. Um, so, yeah, like, there's been, like, a lot of people upset and pissed off with with Natty. So, again, this is a little bit truth bullshit. I think, you know, she, she is returning, but I think that she needs to return on her own terms and in her own way. So, we will see what happens. And either way, whatever happens, I am fucking excited. And, um... I have a feeling like some of these old heads that are re-signing up, it to me, especially in the women's division, it, it's a sign that we might be getting evolution too. I'm waiting on that announcement. 
I think right now is not the right time to announce it. Um, unfortunately, you have at least two of your biggest stars sidelined. Mm-hmm. One for at least the next six months in Becky. Um, yeah. And even though like people were bitching and money complaining when people say she can't be back by the Royal Rumble, again, I, I, I will actually put this out there. It is physically possible, depending on how she gives birth and barring any complications and her healing process, it is possible for her to be ready within that time, especially if she has the baby at the end of November, early December. That is still plenty of time for her to be ready to go at the Royal Rumble. How do I know this? One of my friends is a CrossFit warrior. She does CrossFit. She does marathons. She was doing this thing. She was training CrossFit up until about two, three weeks before she gave birth, I think. And then a month later, she was ready for a marathon. Wow. So it is plausible. It is possible. If you treat your body right, your body will treat you right. And if there's anything that we all know about Becky Lynch is that she treats her body right. Mm -hmm. So is it possible and plausible? Yes. Is it probable? No. I think if anything, she might just show up and then it's going to be revisited down the line. So I just, I just think that you got that going. You've, you've got people clamoring for AJ to come back. You've got just for one match. We've done it. I've seen it all over the internet. Uh, I've seen Bailey say something. I think I've seen Sasha say something. There, there's so much that they could do. And um, the amount of legends, the amount of people that they, they could bring in, I mean, Al, I would love to see Seto Mayor fight again. Like, her versus Sasha would be awesome. So, I know I got off topic. But, you know, just the fact that they brought up her signing and her being back, Melina being back, would be amazing regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, so, whether it's for wrestling whether it's to be a coach whether it's to be a mentor whether it's to bring in a fucking female stable that's like the hurt business you know mm-hmm. like i would love to see a strong ass female stable like i could see melina naomi bianca and hmm, maybe zelina or tamina and just running fucking rough shot over everybody. Yeah. <sighs> hey, hey, Vince. Hire us. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Hell, and it's like I saw like one picture where they had Melina with um, Mickey James and the women's tag titles. So if you wanted to bring her back for that possibility as well. All right, Kayla. Sorry. Okay, so let, let me get you in here on this. So, Melina coming back. Truth or bullshit? 
Um, I'm going to go with both. Um, I'll cover this kind of short because our jester took care of everything. Um, but no, for real. Um, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Um, but I'll just t- touch a little base on it. Um, but I do have to agree with Jolie a little bit. Melina probably more than likely wants to announce it if she's coming back um, on her um, own terms. She doesn't want, you know, different people announcing it. Um, Cause like we stated what edge and, um, Oh, what edge and, um, Morrison. Yes. Thank you. It's just like, I was picturing him with this theme and everyone's like, what is his name? But no, um, edge and Morrison did the same thing. And then you see what happens. Um, but no, um, it would be great to see her back in the WWE. Um, especially if we do get that match Melina versus Naomi because evolution Naomi wanted that match because she called her out on social media, but it never happened. And uh, WWE, if you're listening, Vince McMahon, Stephanie, um, we still want evolution too. Um, So, but anyway, um, as far as history, there's still a lot of people you can bring back. Like Jolie said, it would have been great to this point. I'm still waiting for one night only. I don't care. I'm still waiting for that AJ Lee return. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something. I don't care if she shows up and she does a huge promo saying, I mean, you know, something. I want to see her back on TV more than anything. Um, bomb 2.0. <laughs> yes. Or something. Do a come show up, you know, do a tribute to CM Punk or something. I don't care, you know, just something. Um, but I really honestly think she should still come back, even if it's one night. Um, much of and a bunch of other legends. Um, so as far as the whole Molina thing, it can go both ways. So um maybe if we all pray we might get the Naomi versus Molina match. <laughs> but um, as our gesture has said, I know you, WWE, you're looking for writers because I see your positions all the time online, which currently has a writer's job open for the last three months, but they want a bachelor's degree in film and communication. So it wouldn't really require, they wouldn't hire us, but Hey, we got the experience. Give us a shot. Right. The Queens and Jester knows what they're talking about. Yeah. And also, I know you're reading our articles. I know you're reading our tweets because it mm-hmm. comes halfway through the half of the time. We got ideas. We will not let you down. If that like is not a prediction. For- that is a spoiler. <laughs> exactly. And it's like my one for the NFC championship was like almost right? all the way. It was almost there. I was like, I had three of the four. Right. So, there you go. All right. So, speaking of the next team. So, let's uh, get to these last two so we can wrap this up and everything. So, Wednesday night, uh, um, they did announce that October 4th will be the next takeover. And on coming up on Wednesday, we have a couple of number one contenders matches. First, we talked about this earlier with the women's. Battle Royal, 
conspicuously absent from this photo are Mia Yim and Mercedes Martinez, but you see, we have the likes of Casey Catanzaro, Indy Hartwell, Aaliyah, Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae, Rhea, Tegan Knox, Shotzi, Raquel Gonzalez, Kaden Carter, Zia Lee. So, Kayla, who's the number one contender for the women's title? <laughs> oh, man, this is hard because I pretty much, in somewhat crazy way, I like all of them. Um, number one contender. You know what? I'm just going to go out on a limb and say this. The way their hill push has been lately, the way um, she's trying to be making a name, the way she's trying to get Tegan Knox back in her corner, throwing salad at her, breaking TVs. Um, I'm just going to go out and just say it. Um, I think it's going to be Candice LeRae. I just, I get that feeling. Um, but if I had to go as far as a backup, um, uh, well, it could possibly be Mia, maybe Rhea Ripley, but, um, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say Candice LeRae. All right. Jolie? I'm going to go with Dakota Kai. Uh, she's got a handicap in this match in the um, shape of Raquel Gonzalez. Um, I mean, I would love to see Rhea get it or Shotzi. Um, but I have a feeling that, you know, it's going to be Dakota Kai coming for it again. Or maybe, you know, Raquel will turn on Dakota and beat the fuck out of her. So, yeah, I, I definitely feel that it might be Dakota Kai because Aaliyah can't do shit. Indy's too new. Zia Lee, she still used to work on stuff. Caden and Casey, I can see them going for tag titles. Tegan's going to be too distracted by um, Candace, vice versa. I mean, even you even got Rhea versus, you know, Raquel. So it could come down to maybe Shotzi and... Dakota, and then we might actually get. Oh, okay. So for heel out of the group, I'm picking Dakota. For the face out of the group, I'm going with Shotzi because that match was sure and uh, Shotzi and EO was fucking phenomenal. And I feel that that needs to be a little bit longer. Hmm. And um, yeah, I definitely want that match again okay. for the title. Uh,. Out of the whole group and everything, but um, yeah, I love their chemistry that they had in the ring. Uh, for this one, I'm a, I'm a, I'm actually gonna say Shotzi. I'm gonna take a shot here, but uh, she's gonna have some big guns there in the ring with her, so we'll definitely have to wait and see what happens. But if I do have to pick somebody, I definitely would pick Shotzi. All right, so wrapping this up, Mr. William Regal stated that Mr. Finn Balor does need an opponent for the next takeover, but wanted to do something a little bit interesting and very new. The Gauntlet Eliminator match. It will be five people, five wrestlers, and kind of almost like a uh, it's a gauntlet match, pretty much. So, as of now, out of the the five, the ones that have been announced to date are Kushida, Cameron Grimes, and Kyle O'Reilly. There's two still two more spots that have not been announced. So, based on that, 
Jolie, who would you like to actually see get a shot at Finn? Straight up, hands down, Kushida. That's it. He has been held back so much, and I feel that this is going to be his time to shine and his time to whoop some ass. Kyle O'Reilly is definitely a good choice as well. Cameron Grimes has been put in uh, title spots too many times as cannon fodder and should not be even in the title picture. As the two people that they might add, it could be two other no-names. Um, somehow, I think the Dream might get into it, but God help them if they do. They already have Undisputed Era um, represented. So, um, hmm, maybe Gargano. But mm, he just lost. Just trying to think. I mean, there was rumors that Karrion Cross was working out at a gym. So who knows? Maybe he's going to be the fifth competitor. Hmm. Uh, so we'll see what happens, but right now, um, I want to go back to the future with Kushida. All right. Kayla? I'm actually going to agree with Jolie on that because, um, like she said, Kushida has always been, you know, you know, bottom of the totem for a while um and I think it would be great to see him and Finn in the match because they both are very athletic very talented um regardless of the outcome I think both of them will desperately break a sweat um as far as maybe the last two that might be put in there Jolie might be right the dream might kind of put his way in there somehow which I hope not is true um it would be nice to see Cross back. I'm not putting my hopes up. But um, either way, um, Cameron Grimes, buddy, no. I just, no. He can go to the moon and stay on the moon. Yes, it's just, no, uh, no. Um, but as far, but I'm going to have to go with Kushida because, like I said, they would both. That would be a great match between him and Finn. Even if he came out short, I know that you know the respect that he does have. Finn would show him that respect, win or lose. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, as a as a for the ones who have been announced so far, um, I would definitely have to give it to uh, Kushida. Um, as far as like who might be possibly put into the match. I actually wouldn't mind seeing Bronson Reed. So that's that's if it if Kushida doesn't get the nod, then I would definitely like to see um, Bronson Reed possibly get into the mix as well. Either way, Finn's not losing the title anytime soon. But uh, whoever they put in here, it's definitely going to be some definitely should be like someone new, and uh, it's going to be a great match regardless. Kushida and Finn face each other back in 2012 in New Japan when he went by Prince Devitt. So they definitely do have a history together. So I would love them to rekindle that history. Who doesn't Finn have history with from Japan? Just about everybody. <laughs> no, I do remember that match, actually. That was actually one of the very first matches I ever watched 
of his in New Japan when I started following him. So like Julie said, they both have history. So it would be very great to see them bring it back to life and the prince will reign like always. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. Um, no, no, <laughs> no. I just thought of something that we talked in the past. Thanks to Jolie. I'm not making any comments on it. Muting myself. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> you no, it, yeah. It just <laughs> randomly popped in my head. Just like then I'm like, yeah, I'm closing down now. Thank you. <laughs> Well, um, one fun fact, or one fun fact is that, um, that I wanted to close this out with. It's after midnight, so this is it's now Sunday, September twentieth. Five years ago today was Night of Champions, and it was the night that Charlotte Flair beat Nikki Bella for the Divas Championship and broke her historic reign. Five years ago today, because it just popped up on my Facebook memories, because I was at Night of Champions. I was at that Night of Champions, and it was the same night that Seth Rollins had to do double main uh, had a double main event against John Cena for the U.S. title, and then Sting for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. So that was five years ago today. Very, that was a very cool night. All right, well, that's all we have for this episode of The Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us, and tune in next time as The Takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.